Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. Welcome to a new episode of the Creative Brew, giving you insights on your creative journey. This episode is brought to you by my good partners, Kobo Bottle. Uh, they create sustainable water bottles. Is uh, They actually, um, the, the bottles can uh, actually hold coffee, tea, water, and keeps things hot, keeps things cold. Uh, plus, they have a great mission. So you can connect with them at cobaltbottle.org, uh, or you can go to cobaltbottle uh, on Instagram and Facebook and check out their mission, check out what they're doing to help um, conserve our, our natural resources. This episode is also brought to you by Panels, Comics, and Coffee Bar here in beautiful Oceanside, California, right off of Mission Avenue. They've got some great comics, great coffee, great treats. And if you're in the area, please support your local indie creators. We've got a lot of creators that's in there that have their own books. And uh, please support your local businesses and local coffee shops. Uh, today, we have a uh, great uh, episode. Good friend uh, that's doing some things. And, uh, you know, I've sort of watched her career, um, you know, short story. Um, you know, I, I remember her when she was young at the community center, uh, balling out on everybody and, you know, watch her grow up and, you know, watch her, you know, uh, develop into who she is now. Um, so it's always good to see a lot of, uh, you know, homegrown people, um, you know, watch them, you know, grow up from, you know, from their younger, uh, younger years into, uh, into now. And like I said, I think with everybody, you know, we, we've got our, ups and downs and, and trials and tribulations. And uh, I think that's just part of the part of the growing process. But um, I'll let her introduce uh, herself and, and give her a quick intro about who she is and what she does. And then uh, we'll go from there. Well, first off, I'm jealous of where you are. And I'm here in Tennessee with all this rain and tornadoes. It's really not fair, but. <laughs> I know it's about 75 right now. Uh, yeah, I'm jealous. But no, my name is Brittany Jackson. And of, of course, yes, good friend of yours for a long time. And I mean, it, it doesn't seem like but yesterday we were at the community center. I mean, that's it's just crazy how time flies. But um, I'm actually back in Cleveland, Tennessee. Um, and basketball, I mean, has really been a huge part of my life. As you talked about watching me play when I was younger there in, at the community center. And um, was very fortunate to go to college at the University of Tennessee. It was a dream. I mean, a dream come true. I grew up watching the Lady Vols. So, um, you know, wanted to uh, get get there and finish that in four years and then continue to play professionally overseas and WNBA. And, you know, basketballs took me all over the world. So um, that's a huge, huge part of my life. It's a lot of things that we'll talk about because it's what I'm still affiliated. I have to be on the court or I just go crazy. So, um, yeah, it's just, um, I glad to be a part of this. Glad to be here. I, I see all your, um, you know, all your podcasts and I'm glad to finally be on. Oh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. So, uh, I, you know, about your, you know, I think everybody has a, uh, has a, their own specific journey. And, and a lot of times I know with specifically with athletes, uh, you've got one or the other. You got people that's ultra talented, and they get to the end of the, their career, and then they don't know what to do. Uh, or you've got other people uh, like yourself that's used that sport as a platform to be able to go to the next stage of your life. Um, how has uh, how has basketball sort of helped you out and to build that platform for you to be open to uh, other opportunities? 
It has. I mean, as I said earlier, basketball has just, it's taken me all over the world. It's opened up so many different avenues. I mean, even now in the business world with my contacts that I've made throughout um, playing basketball, but as you know, as an athlete, it, it comes to an end. And so, um, you know, it's tough. I don't care if you played in elementary school, you just played through high school or college professional, you know, that day's going to come when you no longer play. And it's been a part of you for so long. I started playing when I was four years old. Yeah. So um, it's tough. And, and, you know, I, um, I've started my basketball academy 10 years ago and I really enjoy and honestly still am working towards, I would love to mentor more kids um, and, and professionals that have quit playing for, due to injury or, or just choice, but it's, um, you know, it's hard. And so I love talking to the youth about, Hey, basketball is, is not going to be forever, you know, yeah. like it's eventually going to end. So, you know, you, you got to be smart. You got to go to school and other things. And so I do a lot of that with my basketball Academy and um, I enjoy doing that because I mean, I still feel like it's like an identity crisis. You know, when you stop playing basketball and people ask me still today, are you done? And I'm like, it hurts me to say yes, yeah. you know? Because I miss it, and I miss that competitiveness. But um, I am fortunate to be able to still be on the court and train the kids and, and have camps and, and uh, help the youth. So I enjoy it. But it's tough. You know, it always comes to an end. So you've got to always be prepared. And I think basketball has helped me be prepared for that, the business world now. Just, I mean, being on time, discipline, and – teamwork you know you always have to work with people whether it's in the office or on the court so um you know I can definitely credit basketball to helping me to get to where I am today yeah um so you talk about uh I got like I said I've always been I was always a, a Tennessee Vols fan and uh actually a Lady Vols fan when you know when Pat Summit was coaching um can you can you give me uh and I know she was a, a great coach but I know she was fiercely competitive too um can you give me can you give me like one story one quick story about you know just about a situation maybe like in practice or something you know people always ask me like I mean I had some tough coaches I was very blessed at growing up I mean I had great coaches that really prepared me for Pat but um well you think they prepare you for Pat <laughs> until you get there and you know Pat Pat wasn't people always want to hear these stories like you know, was she in your face and just spitting and cussing and, and and that just wasn't Pat. And that's something why she had so much respect is, I mean, she played more mind games, tried to make you mentally tough. I mean, it, I almost would rather have you in my face, you know, sometimes it, it's tough. And so um, I'll never forget. It was the worst loss that I had in my four years. And we went to Rutgers um, halftime. I didn't know this obviously at the time, but afterwards we were, it was the worst loss at halftime that the lady balls had ever had. Well, she knew it and somebody made her aware of it. So she was really mad. <laughs> she was really mad. So, um, we ended up losing and, you know, shouldn't have, we were, we were supposed to win and the whole ride back fly when we flew back I mean it was just you couldn't even breathe you just couldn't talk everybody was silent and you just weren't we knew you know no talking no laughing and yeah. we thought okay well she's got to like let some steam off overnight tomorrow's going to be miserable but there was not tomorrow it was when we get off the bus get in the gym to the locker room and it was just it's just a story that I mean you know people think and they've watched the movie of Pat but it's real and it, <laughs> it really happened and um, I just think it's a, it's one of the story, a lot of story. I tell that a lot. 
Yeah. I, I think, you know, people, I think people get, you know, they, you know, they're always thinking about, you know, they always wonder about stories like that. And like I said, you were, you were fortunate to, you know, to be around uh, great coaches, uh, especially like her and, um, you know, allow her to sort of rub that, that mentality, um, you know, on you. And uh, so, I, you know, it's just one of those to where um, I think people like that, they, they, you know, profoundly impact um, people's lives so much. Uh, just that, you know, just the way they are, you know, I think if it was, you know, I, I think, I, honestly, I think you, if you were got a scholarship and you went to another team, um, I don't think you would have been as profoundly impacted. Um, you and, know, it's, what, and it's you know. things sometimes that you don't realize, like until after, I mean, you know, sometimes when you're going through that and, and you're, she's just the discipline that she's instilling in you, you don't really understand it at the time, yeah. but after you graduate. And I mean, I remember we would have, I mean, Shamika holds calls, Mickey catchings, all these former players would come back and talk to us and tell us that, but we're like, okay, whatever, like, I'm ready to get out of here. You know, like she's getting on my, but it is, I mean, it really, since I have graduated and, and just, you know, gotten older, whether, I mean, just principles with friendships and, and um, in the business world, it's things that you appreciate. I mean, I catch myself when I'm training my kids and uh, I, I'm like, God, am I being too hard on them? You know, like, cause it's just, it's just in you because you have it. And that's why, I mean, these former coaches that they talk about that, like Kelly Jolly or Harper at Tennessee, I mean, you know, she's definitely got, I mean, it's just, she's got it in her. She's got stuff and you just see things like Pat, that Pat, like Pat, because you've been through it and, yeah. and it's things that you really appreciate as you get older. Yeah. Yeah. Good deal. Um, so uh, you know, you got like I said, you got some other things. Are, are you still doing? Are you still a uh, analyst for ESPN? Are you still doing that? I do. I still. Um, the last four years, you know, four year old and Brent, uh, it makes it tough. But I do as much as I can. I freelance and and just uh, I do not have my agent anymore. But I try to get as many games as I can, and mostly in women's basketball. I mean, I would love to venture out, but yeah. Uh, you know, my mom being sick and and everything in these last two and three years have kind of put a hold on my career because that's been my focus. So, but I love it. I mean, that was my major in college and, and I love being in front of the camera and especially, I mean, women's basketball, that's what I know and I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, so like I said, and this is completely, you know, completely up to you, Bill, you don't have to, you know, really deep dive into it. Um, like I said, we could probably be talking about two hours, but, um, as, as far as, uh, you know, I, I hadn't, you know, I've been fortunate right now. Um, you know, my you know my mom is still in my life. You know, what what you dealing with? Uh, you know, what what happened with your with your mom and everything? Um, how how are you? How do you view life now compared to before? Yeah, you know, I mean, it actually ties all in to to what we were going to get into with my event that I've got coming up. And I mean, nine years ago when I started this camp and. Um, all-star weekend it was truly I thought you know what I want to bring something to my community here in the Cleveland Chattanooga area but I want to give back and it just went together I mean Pat announced she was sick and I thought it just there was so much there was, it was so heavy in the Lady Ball family I thought this is just God speaking like this is something like it just goes together it's it's I want to do this for Alzheimer's and raise money for this I have never had anyone affected in my life by it and yeah. so Pat was the first person that I was um, around with it. And, you know, it was devastating. I mean, I wasn't with Pat every day by any means, but, um, you know, the first time 
she didn't recognize us. I remember when Candace Parker got her jersey retired, we went up there and, and it was three or four of the girls that were in my class from, from UT and, and she didn't know us. And I mean, it was just devastating. You know, you think how in the world can somebody so strong, so, you know, just so such a strong woman be this way, you know, see her this way. So it was tough. And then, you know, so it was really this, the weekend just means so much to bring all these, a lot of Tennessee alum come and um, support. So then, you know, with my mom diagnosed, like I said, the first person ever in my family that I've, I've never had one in my, anyone in my family. So I'd never been affected until Pat and mm-hmm. being with mom every day and seeing how awful and atrocious this disease is, um, you know, it's just, it puts life in perspective. I mean, it puts, I think it's, it's, it's sad almost that it has to happen to us for us to truly realize. And, and I mean, you look at the Kobe, I mean, look at, it's just crazy. I've met Kobe brought one time. I had do not know him. And it's, it just makes you change the perspective, your perspective and the way you look at life. So, you know, over these last three, four or five years, it's been tough and it's, you know, losing Pat, losing my mom and especially to the same disease. It just, um, it changes, it, it changes your view on life, what it's, what's important. And, um, and so that's really what I've been focusing on. That's why I moved back. That's why I moved back to Cleveland was to help my mom. I would do it no different. Yeah. I'd rather be in San Diego <laughs> on the beach, <laughs> but, um, you know, yeah, it, it puts life in perspective and, and that's what I really like about my Academy and what I do on all-star weekend is let these guys and these, these celebrities, whether it be a football player, a basketball player, an artist, but that they've been in these kids shoes and to talk to them and, and these kids just admire them. It really means a lot. Yeah. Um, so about the uh, about the, the celebrity um, basketball weekend, um, when when did you how did, how did that how did that form? Yeah, so I have always loved training kids, and once I graduated college, um, I would train kids here and there, and um, I just I was like, I want to start a basketball academy, so I would train and have camps all over the country. I just enjoy it. I love. They listen to, you know, I train kids that parents have played higher levels than I did that have, you know, and they're like, mom knows nothing. Dad knows nothing. Brittany knows it all. You know, I just think it's so awesome to, to be able to make an impact in these kids life and parents life. I mean, there's so many um, parents that talk to me about whether it be AAU or just how do I, you know, just their, their kid, their daughter or son. So um, I just enjoy it. I'm a people person. I love meeting new people. I love um, working with kids. I mean, if it has to do with kids, I'm there. So I started it nine years ago and I was like, if I'm going to do it, I want to do it big. And yeah. so I go to all these events. I go to a lot of these guys events, whether they have their own foundation and different things. And so I said, I want to bring something here. So that was really my motivation behind it. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, so what it now, what, um, what are your, well, actually, with the Celebrity Weekend, what does it what does it entail for the people? I, I know, but maybe for the you know for our audience, or maybe people that's that's perhaps in the Cleveland area that listens to the show that uh, that may want to come. Uh, what what's all? So you know? the whole weekend is just it's surrounded by my camp for the kids. So um, that that's what the purpose is. I, we have basketball camp at Bradley, 
and um, these celebrities come in on Friday. They come in, the kids get to talk to them after camp, and then we have a celebrity basketball game. So the kids get to stay and mingle with them and meet them and watch them. Um, I have a, I always put a good team together, so it's always a good game. Um, and then Saturday we finish camp. So again, it's both days. It's surrounded around my camp for the kids. The kids, um, the guys come back, um, like last year, Cappy Poindexter, I mean, one of the best to ever play the game for the women came and talked to the kids and so some of them will come back and then Saturday night is a private event that I have and um, we raise money for all summers oh wow that's, that's awesome yeah, so it's kind of uh, like a whole weekend event but it's all around camp for the kids and everything's involved with that okay man that's great um, so right now um, what right now in your life what's and I, I'll, I'll ask this question with with everybody that, uh, you know, that, that I bring on, but, uh, right now, what's inspiring you right now? So my inspiration right now, as, as we just talked about, I mean, it's, you know, what my inspiration probably was six months ago is different now. And it's just like, you just, um, I want to be the best Brittany I can be. And it really just, um, you know, with my coming back here to my hometown, small little Cleveland, Tennessee, but it's growing, it's yeah. growing, you yep. know, it's growing. Um, it's it just to make an impact on, I mean, the kids, the kids are my motivation. I went and read, I, I try to go to the schools and read and, um, you know, I, I have my son, I have one, but I have three nephews and um, it's just niece and nephews. I'm sorry. But, um, you know, my inspiration is, again, just to be the best person I can be because you never know. So many things tragic has happened in my life over these last two and three years. And, um, you know, when you want to start feeling sorry for yourself, you talk to somebody else and they you realize it could be worse. And so, you know, you just it's hard. It's easy to pity yourself and just go into a hole. But, you know, when you have kids, you can't do that. And when you have family that love you, you can't. So my inspiration is is really just being the best me yeah. and making an impact on if it's just one person's life today or tomorrow, then um, it's that. But I, I love working with the kids. So kids give me so much inspiration. I mean, Aiden has really, he has no idea. He's four years old, my son, but he has really gotten me through this. I mean, the last two years with my mom. And so, um, you know, the, the kids, the, the kids are what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, I know personally for me, I, I you know, I've still coaching uh, part-time, you know, coaching wrestling at a, a MMA gym out here, but you know, I, I've got my kids class and got my adults class and uh, yeah, it's sort of a weird, you know, dynamic, you know, uh, you know, talking with, you know, a lot of these kids and, you know, different age groups. And um, it's just, it, it's sort of weird. Cause like the dynamic on the, Wait, I guess the way they are out here is a little bit different from the South. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, I mean that's uh, everywhere. Yeah, so, uh, in yeah, it's it it could you know it's one of those, it can be very uh, rewarding. You know, you 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 talk to them. I know I personally I've I've seen a lot of those kids. Um, you know, just build their confidence up. Uh, you know, and, and a lot of times I, I play games with them. You know, I'll show them a couple of moves, but uh, but I am pretty adamant about you know about talking to them afterward. Um, and I you know I. For me personally, I give all of them my, you know, my respect. Uh, you know, I, I shake all of, shake all of their hands. I either call them sir or, or ma'am. Mm -hmm. And uh, a lot of, actually, one of the girls actually came up to me. And she's like, "Why do you call me little lady all the time?" <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, I do that with my my uh, oldest grandkid. But um, you know, I told her I, I do that because I want you to be able to to, to build 
or uh, you demand that respect when you're younger and you know you have expectations when you're growing up and you get older so if i sit there and i give you that respect now um you're gonna that's gonna be your expectations you right know, growing up so i think like, just like little stuff like that um you know, even you know some of these kids don't get that that's the biggest thing is like at home you know a lot of people want to these kids that get in trouble at school and they're constantly and you're like you know it starts at home and so they might not be getting that discipline or that love at home and so i mean if i can I just love like at camp. I, I don't turn a kid down. I don't care if you can afford to pay, you know, I can get sponsors and different things like that. But I, I just love when, I mean, you see some of these kids It just to give them some attention from, even if it is somebody else, they could be loved so much at home, but it's just, it's really rewarding. I mean, I love it. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll go down into uh, creative tips. What is, maybe one or two creative tips that you can share with our audience, maybe something that that's helped you out um, in your life. Don't listen to what people tell you. <laughs> like, you know, they're going to tell you, Hey, you can't do this. You can't do that. And I mean, I don't know if that's like, I enjoy, I love raising money. I love doing this weekend and people are like, how do you do this? I'm like, it doesn't bother me to be told no first off. Cause I've been told no my whole life, you know? And I'm sure as an athlete, you as well. I mean, always somebody's better and, um, you know, you can't do this, you can't do that. But I mean, hey, I'm from little old Cleveland, Tennessee, and I've traveled all over the world because I simply worked hard and believed that I could do it. And my parents told me that I could do it, you know, so it's, um, that's, that's the first thing I would say is just like, it doesn't matter. I don't care where you come from you can do if you put your mind to it you can do it i mean you look at a lot of successful people they didn't just it wasn't handed to them they weren't in hollywood just you know handed it to them so i think um just you know not not going off of what people are you're supposed to do or people think you're supposed to do yeah you know what uh you just brought up stuff i'm gonna go back around i'm gonna circle back around real quick uh to your to your parents and you know i personally i like i said i, I know i know your dad um, you know, I, I always heard stories about him gr growing up, um, you know, within the wrestling community. Um, you know, it's something, and I, I don't tell a lot of people, even with, uh, with my son Ish, you know, he's, he's playing uh, ball overseas right now in Australia. But uh, a lot of people don't realize, you know, that, you know, they're like, you know, they, I guess they, they try to figure out, okay, how are these people, you know, training? What are they doing? And I, I don't know if it was, for you, but I know personally for me, um, I put Ish through a lot of wrestling workouts that a lot of, lot of just basketball players probably wouldn't do. And I think it sort of built that, that mental um, edge while he was you know, going through high school, getting into college and things like that, um, to be able to you know, be at a certain level. Um, uh, competitively. I didn't know if, uh, even with your dad, I mean, I know, like I said, I know he's not the best basketball player. Now I've seen him shoot. He, yeah, he, I, hey, he'll tell you, he yeah. can shoot it. <laughs> uh, but I didn't know if that, if some of that mentality may have rubbed off on you going through high school, going into college, uh, just being mentally, mentally tough. Yeah, you know, I, I do. I have to credit. I mean, especially, you know, my, my parents were both like, I mean, I think I could probably break my leg, couldn't get up and they'd still be sitting in the stands. They're the parents that like, get up, get up. And, you know, and just, just to make you mentally tough. But I mean, I grew up on a wrestling mat. I mean, yeah. me and my sister, it's, you know, we were in a gym no matter what. And so, but for sure, I mean, I remember days, Sundays, whenever, you know, they're like, we're going to the gym 
And I'm like, no, and, and you just, you don't realize it at the time, but you look back and, and you think, and you're so thankful for what your parents, so that support from your parents or whoever your family is huge. I mean, it, it but yes, my dad and my mom, I, I was blessed. I cannot even think, be thankful enough that they were so, you know, they were hard on me, but yet they loved me and I knew that and I knew that they saw the potential. And so, um, yes, I think that's huge, um, in, in the kids' lives. Yeah. But they have that, they have somebody. Yeah. Yeah. That pushes them. Yeah. I I don't think a lot of kids realize that, you know, you know, they know this generation is like so different and it's like, they think everything's supposed to be given to them. And, and that's why too, I love that I get to do what I do as well. You work with kids as well, but you know, it's like, they just think that everything is going to be handed to them and it's, it's just not that way. You know, you got to work hard and, and that's things that I'm able to share within my academy. Yeah. If you had the ideal creative life, what would it consist of? So you had that perfect mix of work, relationships, uh, personal life, spiritual life, uh, everything. What would it consist of? We got that much time. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know, I'm, I'm very blessed um, with a family. I mean, family is such a high priority to me. I mean, it's my number one priority. Um, Obviously my faith is first, but I mean, it's just, I think, um, you know, if I've had so many conversations lately with my friends and um, through counseling and just, you know, if we could pick our life, then, I mean, could you really imagine how crazy the world would be? You know, I mean, it's like, that's, I think us not the unknown is what causes, gives us faith. And, and, and that's what builds our faith. And so, um, you know, I, I wouldn't have thought that I would be here today. You know, I didn't think I was ever moving back to Cleveland, Tennessee, but um, you know, the ideal life, I, I'm, I'm happy if I have family, I have my little boy, um, you know, I want to get married one day, but that's a, I've given it all to God. So um, you know, the ideal life to me, if I'm doing, I have family that supports me. I always have, and I know that I always will. And, um, it's just doing what I love to do. Um, and, and having my family and I'm good. And, you know, I I just feel like through the last couple years of my life, I mean, I've always been a believer, but obviously you go through ups and downs. And I think, that, you know, when you go through some tough times, I mean, losing your mom is something you never, ever imagine, like even having life without her. And it just makes you stronger and it makes you look at life differently. Like, you know, um, so I I think just um, working on myself, being a better mom, a sister, um, you know, daughter and um, continuing to work. I love to work. I love to stay busy. I love, um, you know, and I love being a mom. So I'm, uh, you know, I'm, that, that's what makes me content. Would you call yourself a workaholic? I, I, I like it though. Like, I mean, everything I do, I love to do. I couldn't imagine having a job that I don't enjoy that I get up like dreading. Yeah. So, um, I, you know, yeah, yeah. I love it. I mean, just like you, every time I talk, you're too busy. I think you're more of a workaholic. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to profess. I, yeah. I, I'm a workaholic. The only one that stops me a lot of times is my wife. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. See, I don't have anyone to stop me, so Aiden can't tell me what to do yet. So <laughs> this is my mind. My mind is always 
coming up. Yes, me too, all the time. Uh, you know, I, I think I was riding around. Uh, I grabbed something earlier, and I, I was riding around, and, and like I had just ideals. Like I, I had, to, I was going to text somebody. I, I had ideals for, like, for their coffee shop or for you know just yeah. anything. I'm like, I need to write this down. So yeah, it's like I always, I don't know. I don't think it. Always going. Um, but that's what, like I said, I, I think it's one of those where to that that's obviously it could be a pro and pro and con, but. Uh, I know it helps me out whenever, you know, even when I'm dealing with clients and they, you know, they're looking to me to come up with an ideal, uh, you know, they got, they may have some kind of concept, but they're, they're asking me to, you know, create this, create this ideal and make it become a reality. Uh, right. So sometimes my, you know, my brain can be an overdrive at times, but uh, I, I think I, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing a little bit better now trying to, uh, uh, I think align. I, honestly, I, I'm going to tell you now, I'm not going to have a work-life balance at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but maybe there's the different things that I can do uh, that I'm starting to do now to where I can align certain things. And, you know, like I said, I know there's times where, um, you know, I may miss out at home. And sometimes there may be times where I may, you know, miss out, you know, just working out or training or, you know, doing whatever. But I try to do what I can to, you know, just be present. Um, you know, when, when I am, you know, with my wife or, you know, maybe focus in on that time, like if I'm working out in the morning or something like that, making sure I focus for that, you know, 35, 40 minutes and then getting, getting out of there. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, yeah, I, I think it's one of those where it can, uh, yeah. It's tough. Call right it. um, it's tough to... <laughs> So I, I've, I've had a lot of people ask me, like, where do you, like, where do you get all this energy from? And it's just, <laughs> You know, well, I definitely got my routine, but it's just one of those where there's there's a lot of things that that um, that sort of drive me. Um, and I, I know even, you know, with my you know wrestling background and and things like that, it's just uh, you know I, I think the biggest thing I told myself this year is I just wanted to, like you said, I wanted to express more more of me. So how how much energy could I could I really give out um, if I really you know with no no kind of tether anything if i could really express who i was um you know what what kind of impact could uh you know bring to like, you know society so that those, those are the little things that that sort of drive me and you know you know that you know really just trying to build myself up you know i, I think i had someone talk to me uh about a month or so ago and you know they listened to the podcast and they was like i i didn't know you had that you had a voice like that. I didn't know you was motivating people. And it's like, it's one of you just you find your voice, you know? It's, yeah. I, I told my wife whenever I started, I was like, I got a dumb voice. I was like, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm about to stop. No. <laughs> and this is one of those, like, you just keep, you keep going. And, yeah. You know, and I still got my southern twang a little bit. Everybody, everybody asked me, like, you ain't from around here, are you? I was like, nope, still. But it, it, just a little bit, I hear it. Yeah. But it, they, I remember when I moved to LA, I mean, it was like when I first got there, uh, and people were, but you know, you try to you lose it a little bit because yeah. you you just focus on it so much. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, uh, with the uh, well, how can people contact you? You know, um, I know you're already starting to promote online with the uh, Celebrity Weekend. Um, how can how can people reach out to you? How can people you know purchase tickets? Uh, get into the uh, you know for the kids. How can they sign up for the basketball camp? Just reaching out to you. Yeah. So the, um, my website basically has all the information. And the, it, as I mentioned, the weekend is of three, basically three events. I mean, the camp for the kids and that's boys and girls. Some people think it's just girls. It's, I have sometimes more boys than girls and yeah. all ages. 
Um, I have kids that have never played basketball before or just started and learning to, you know, very advanced. So it does not matter. Um, But my website is Brittany dash. It's B R I T T A N Y dash Jackson.com. And on there, you can contact me through there. You can find out any information or if you have any questions, it has a number and email that you can um, contact, but um, you know, it's a fun weekend. Um, it's, it's for, you know, the public comes out and after camp gets to watch these celebrities play and it's always a good game. They put on a good show and, um, you know, it's, it's for a great cause. And this year is, is just extra special because it's in honor of mom. So, um, and you have no idea how much I want to thank you for what you do for my weekend and the shirts. I mean, every year people, it's just, they love them and, and you just, all your support is greatly, greatly appreciated. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, so once again, hey, this has been a another great episode with Brittany. Please, um, if you're in the area, please support her calls. Please support your support a great calls. You know she's, um, you know, she's got this All Star Weekend. You know she's bringing in the public. Um, you know the people from all over or actually around the area helping out kids. Um, you know, getting funds for a great cause, combating uh, Alzheimer's. And um, like I said, it's, um, it, it can be hard, you know, especially uh, with, with people that's experienced it. Um, I, you know, it's, it's one of those where it's just a, a never ending battle. Um, so if you're in the area, please support that cause. Uh, when, at, oh, you getting, when is it? It is May 15th and 16th okay. this year. So um, it's a Friday, Saturday. And um, yeah. You know, so many people are affected by Alzheimer's. I mean, it's like until it happens to you, you don't realize it. And then it's like everybody you talk to. I mean, it's it's just, it's really bad. It's an awful, awful disease. So, um, and, you know, of course it means a lot to me because I've been affected. But um, the only thing I ask is next time I'm on your show, bring me to San Diego so uh, we can sit down on the beach. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, I'll bring you, bring you out. And, uh, we, we, I love San Diego. It's so nice. And uh, yeah, it's uh yeah, I, I you know what I you know I hit San Diego every so often. Right now, uh, me and my wife we actually just we roam around Oceanside and Carlsbad, and yeah. uh, you know there's just there's all kinds of different like coffee shops and stuff that I visit. And, it's like I said, there's water, so it's yeah, well, yeah we're pretty close. And sunshine. Yeah, I can go up. I can go. I can drive up the hill right now in about five minutes and see the Pacific Ocean. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> I can drive up here and see some flooded roads and. <laughs> Uh, it's oh gosh the rain oh yeah yeah we're, we're actually getting some rain here coming in so uh that that should be good we actually need it but um but yeah oh i knew what i was gonna say I, your mom scared me to death she <laughs> i i used to be scared to death of her yeah <laughs> i've heard that once or twice oh man it's like <laughs> she was she was fire i mean you can tell she had that <laughs> she still had yeah. that little spirit yeah. and uh yeah I, I did not wanna... I never had her or my dad I they kept me out of their classes but um yeah like you know I hear more stories that mom was tougher than dad yeah I yeah, yeah. I would not want to deal I could I could deal I could deal with dad. <laughs> I, I would not want to deal with your mom that, yeah she she'd get them in line yeah mm-hmm. um so, hey, once again, this has been another awesome episode uh, with Cradle Brew, with Brittany, with me. And, hey, look, for anyone that's got a, you know, you're trying to build an ideal, you've got a, a book, uh, you know, any kind of creative ideal, maybe some music, um, anything. Don't 
you know, if you if if you got it in your heart and it, it sort of you know compels you to to want to create and want to do more, then do it. You don't need anyone else's permission to do uh, to do what you were made to do. So you know, if you're an athlete and you know you feel like you have a God's gift to you know to play basketball or to or, you know play football or do anything, um, don't let anything derail you. Yeah, you're going to have obstacles. You're going to have challenges. But don't let it derail you and get around the people that's going to help support you, to help grow you and uh, help help you become a better person. So once again, this is me, this is Brittany, and this has been another awesome episode of Creative Brew. Be creative, stay inspired. Thank you. Thanks for having me.